What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of OT Takes, Overtime Takes, whatever you really want to call it. I'm here once again with the great Zach Gray. How you doing? I'd say decent day to do a podcast, but I'm ready to go. (laughs) Definitely. So, I feel like, you know, every Thursday is the same. We just talk about the NBA and baseball coming back. So, I guess we're going to start with the NBA today because we have an official start date, July 31st. What do you think kind of about, you know, their plan to do the play-in? I'm kind of disappointed. I really wanted the World Cup, but that's okay. Yeah, you were all in on the World Cup, weren't you? I was, man. The, the David Stern Cup. I think it would have been a fantastic idea. You kind of sold me on it, but hey, is it's not technically approved yet, right? Like, they have a vote today on Thursday. Would be I think so, vote. but yeah, from what, what you know, I've seen in terms of, yeah, in terms of like, you know, owners voting and everything, a lot of what I've seen and what they've kind of proposed is what they want. So I think it's going to go through. The only problem is I know some of the owners of these teams that aren't going to get to play are concerned about like player development and them not really getting to play the rest of their games kind of hurts their players. And I have an idea for that that I literally just thought of. So if you want me to go ahead and explain that and you can poke the holes in it because I'm not really prepared to give it. Yeah, I will poke the holes in it. So continue. (laughs) So we have to give these teams, I believe that the number right now is eight warm-up games. And... You know, maybe we rotate some of the teams that aren't going to make the playoffs in so that they can develop their players. What do you kind of think about that? There's too many variables with the coronavirus and everything to allow uh, teams to rotate like that. I think once you have your set teams, you have to ride that out. Like there's no there's no adding or subtracting. Like you have to just ride with That's the teams right. that you brought in. Okay, yeah. Completely forgot about the coronavirus in light of everything else going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, people forget. So, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. My idea won't work. But, you know, I like the idea. I'm just glad that, you know, we have like a solidified date that we are going to have sports back. I just think that they're scheduled to start a little too late. It's like two months away, basically, you know? Yeah. And I just think that that's too far away. I know, and... Here's the thing about that. Like, I understand that we all want to get rushed back into it and we want to see live sports, but this is just a blip on a, on a person's career, right? Like this is just one little thing in a career. Like you have to think about injuries and you have to think about the body and you have to think about all of your, all of the players health. Uh, and I think they need to, to be ramped back up, you know? I mean, they played almost a full regular season and then took, what, two months off? You need them to be able yeah. to, to get back into game shape and to be healthy and to see their trainers and to monitor all that stuff before they go full go in a in a pretty much a playoff setting. So I, while I agree with you that yeah. it sucks that it's going to be a, a little bit, I feel like it's a necessary step when it comes to player safety. Definitely, but I think that, you know, they could have started June 31st and been fine. You know, it's, but instead, you know, they're waiting a whole month after that. And I think that the biggest problem that they're going to run into is they're going to com- be, be competing against football. And, you know, f- football is king in America. And, you know, I'm just not too, too sure how many eyes they're going to get unless LeBron plays in the finals, which is obviously very possible this year. I'll be so watching I think that, you know, the NBA better hope. I'm going to try to, man, like – 
I know you'll be there's watching There's going to be a too. lot going on. It's, man, we're, we're going to get our fair share of sports, man, because, you know, we're going to have college football, the NBA, baseball, the NFL, and the Masters all going on at the same time. I don't know why I said the Masters, because I know I'm probably not going to – there's no probably about it. I'm not watching the Masters. Are the Masters football, happening? And baseball on. <laughs> I don't even know if the Masters are <laughs> happening. Who knows, man? Baseball is not going to be on, so that takes away one. Okay, do we want to go ahead and tra- transition to baseball? Because there's man, so much has happened with that over the last week. Do you want to? Do you want to give your uh, eight seed prediction for the East and the West? Do you think that the Wizards can jump the Magic? And do you think Zion gets? Oh in? yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that man, I haven't even looked at the standings. I know, that, but like, there's like 13 Western teams that they're bringing back, and is that just like, based on like how, contention for the eight seed? Is that how they brought teams in? It's they just brought in the teams. I think, man, I've 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 been doing so much looking into baseball. I didn't really even look into basketball. I, I got think, it right here. Are they wanna... just? Okay, sweet. I'm going to be quiet and listen to you then. So the eighth (laughs) seed is obviously the Grizzlies. We knew that. In the West. Um, Portland's at nine. The Pelicans are at ten. And then it kind of gets weird for me. Like, why are the Kings, Spurs, and Suns invited? Like, How many games back are they? I think think five or six. The Suns are back. That doesn't even make sense. I think they're doing like a playing thing for the eight seed. So my thing is, are they doing one through eight in each conference, or is it just one through sixteen? Because if it's just one through sixteen, then bringing back you know the Suns and, and the Kings and all of them makes sense. I don't know. I think they're doing the the West and East and West conferences, but I mean, I just don't. Under, I mean, they really wanted to get. Zion in there, so they had to get yeah they had to get the Trailblazers in there because Lillard was being a little baby. I don't know. I just think it'll. He's be also cool. a really good player that people want to watch. Yeah, I'd rather watch Zion a hundred times out of a hundred though. Agreed. You know, I think that you know that that was their plan. Like they just want you know to give Zion you know an opportunity to really kind of shine on the big stage because every other chance he had to do that, you know, he was hurt. Right, so I, I definitely think that too. that's a driving force. Yeah, J- John Moran as well, but especially Zion though, because he's just got the the thing. I don't know what it is, but you know he's just got that kind of aura about him, you know. And like you know that you know people like you said, like you'd rather watch him a hundred times out of a hundred than a guy like Damian Lillard, who's a really good basketball player. Like that's kind of all that they really need to know, right? Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be it'll be cool to see. Uh, basketball again, but uh, we, like you said, we have plenty of time to discuss uh, predictions and stuff like that, so I don't want to spoil it too early. Sounds good. Um, so, baseball now? I've been looking into this, and man, it's crazy. What a mess. To say the least, yeah. What a freaking mess. Just get a, like, no other, no other sports organization pro sports organization is having this issue. This is such a classic baseball move. This is such a classic major league baseball move. It's not even funny. And they're I, so far apart. I, I take, sorry, I, I interrupted you. Keep going. Okay, I, let's hear it. Well, I kind of adopted this take. So there's a Cincinnati's local radio guy 
who I've listened to since I was a little kid, Mo Egger. And I was listening to him in the car, and he, he brought up an interesting point. He said, now was the time to to bring in new fans or to bring in those fringy fans. Like, now was the time. Like, get people excited that baseball's back. And with all this going on, that window's closed. They 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 aren't bringing anyone in. They aren't doing anything to move the game forward this year, especially after all the BS that they've been – doing this in the last couple weeks like any chance they thought they had of a window of opportunity to get people in and to get people watching is gone so honestly at this point i don't know if a season's gonna happen yeah i was gonna say the same thing i don't know if they're gonna have a season they're just so far apart like they're not even close to each other like they're like hey the owner's like hey let's play 50 games and players are like, no, let's play over a hundred, <laughs> you know. And you know, I know um, Rob Manfred said that you know he may just step in and be like, this is what we're doing, whether you like it or not. Which he may end up having to do that. And if he does that, you know, I, he doesn't want to do that from you know the reports that I've read. But if he did that, that would be the first good thing he's done as commissioner of baseball. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I. It's just so wrong on both sides. Like, get something done. Like, quit being that way. Like, figure it out. Like, people want to watch baseball, especially people that are baseball fans like us. And it's just so sad, man, that that our that the game that we love and the game that we grew up with is turning into like a like just a, what it's been the last couple of years. Like, it's it's frustrating as hell. Yeah. So. Do we want to talk about, you know, the players, you know, original offer of 114 games starting June 30th? What do you kind of think of with pro prorated salary, which I think is a great idea. That is something that I think is going to stick. The prorated salary, I think, is just it's the best idea I've heard in terms of money. So kind of give me your thoughts on the whole 114 game schedule thing and them starting the playoffs November something because I think that they wanted the regular season to end on on October thirty first. So kind of like give me the rundown on your thoughts on okay. all that. Yeah. Um, can we? Can you cut this part out? I have to blow my nose. My nose is fucking running. Yeah, I got you. I can do that. Hold on one second. My bad, dude. I got snot right now. Oh, you're good. Yeah, you're good. T Lane cannot record today. Is what he said. Yeah, it's okay. It, it was last minute, so it's it's cool. He's moving into his new house today. Here's what he said. All right, I can just pick up with answering your question. Sounds good. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. So the prorated contracts. I mean, from the very beginning, I thought that was the move, right? Like they agreed upon something early on in this, did they not? Uh. Where yeah. they had they had an agreement on on stuff like that, and then all of a sudden people want to change it. Um, I mean, the original deal they had, what was it? It was it was the prorated contracts. Draft got moved to five rounds, like stuff like basically that. Basically, right? it was eighty two games. Basically, it was eighty two games. You get paid half your salary. That is the most fair way to do it. I, Reed Reed Mouse was on our show for those that listen. He made a good point. He said half the games, half the salary, bottom line, get it done, right? And I think that's that's 100% how it should go. 
And now we have we have people from both sides complaining and not wanting to get a deal done. It just it seems like some owners don't want a season to happen. Like if we're being honest, and it seems like some players are being a little too greedy. So I give I give blame to both sides really. Yeah, it's on both sides now. You know, originally you know, I was all you know it's the owner's fault, but you know now like you know the players you definitely got to have to give them some of the blame. They need to be willing to budge a little bit. But at the same, like I understand, like wanting to get your money though. I still like my idea. Just sprinkle in whatever they don't get this year into like the remainder of their contract. I still think that that would be a really good way to do it. But you know, tough times. I guess call for you know different ideas. And I don't know. If, I don't even know if we're gonna get an eighty-two game season. Honestly, like you know, Rob Manfred games, may just dude. step in. I heard. I heard something Bro, about that's 50 two games, shorts. And that that's would be what. Wild. Yeah, that's too short. Actually, yeah, it's just too short. About, listen, listen to me though. Listen here. You know how exciting every game would be. That's fair. That's true. That would be kind of awesome for one year if it was like a a college type of season where it was like fifty games. Coach Hooten always used to say, uh, "It's it's a sprint, not a marathon in college. It's a marathon when you play one sixty. It is when you play fifty. It's a sprint." So there's no yeah. there's no room for error. Uh, there's no room for for uh, trying things out and then changing up line. Like every game's going to be treated like it's uh like it's the last game of the season. I feel like so I don't know. I I think I might like that idea just for this year if they can get something done salary wise. I don't know how you'd get something done if you can't get something done for half the season with half the pay. I don't know how you're going to get something done with fifty games. Yeah. I think that, you know, it'd be, I think you're right. It'd definitely be interesting. But here's the thing. You know that there's going to be some ignorant, like, Mariners fan, like, whose team goes, like, you know, 18 and 32, and is like, well, you know, the Nationals started 19 and 31 the other year, and they ended up being the best team in the world. So, really, we could we could have been, you know, the World Series champs this year. The, se- the season just wasn't long enough. <laughs> well, what we're going to do there is we're going to block and unfollow that person. Um, and we're never Sounds ever going to speak of their fandom again because that's the, the Mariners. <laughs> yeah, RG three needs to go help them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, wrong yeah. Washington. <laughs> Same Washington to you. Yeah. Yeah, but I. I oh man. I don't know. I. It's just like I said earlier, man. I. It's so sad what baseball is becoming because it seems like they're doing all the wrong things, and we can kind of get into that a little bit if you want. I just think they're yeah. I think I think this is uh they're this is kind of the the microcosm. Well, I guess the bigger problem, I guess of 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 what we've seen over the last couple of years um, with changing rules that don't need to be changed, adding gimmicks. Stuff like that, and when it comes to like pace of play and stuff, like they've they've really fumbled the bag on on all of these different things. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I t- totally agree with you. Like, I just like you don't change. You don't change. You don't like pace of play is, is is a stupid argument to me because we sit down every Saturday and Sunday and watch a four hour football game. And nobody has a problem with that. No one. College football games last forever. Like, 
I feel like college football games never end on Saturdays, and I watch every single minute. <laughs> like, it, and it's fine because it's entertaining. It has, it it shows off its stars. It markets its stars. You want to go watch Tom Brady play. You want to go watch Trevor Lawrence play in college. Like you, there there's so many different people that that are marketed in a sense of of wanting to watch them play. And like, I I just think that. Instead of rule changes, you got to change the way that you you market the game. And they they have this media thing, and I I know you know this, where you can't share clips without the MLB's uh, like consent. Like, you know who John Boy is, right? Everybody knows who John Boy is. Yes, love John Boy. He he's doing more than a lot of people than the MLB is growing the game with all his clips and his breakdowns and stuff. And they tried to freaking shut his channel down, dude. Like that is that's so stupid. Like yeah. they they if they finally came to an agreement, but that's one guy. Think about all the people. Think about when you're scrolling through Twitter during an NBA night, and you see all the different highlights and everything. That makes you want to watch the game. That makes you want to tune in. Like in football, even too. Like you see a like every time something's tweeted out, you're like, wow. Like I gotta check this out. Like you know what I mean. Like there's so many ways of media and and marketing that the MLB just ignores because they want they want the money, really. Like, they want the money from it. And it's just so annoying that the sport that I love and the sport that I grew up watching is just completely doing things backwards compared to all the other successful sports and then wonders why they're struggling. Really, yeah. Like, I totally agree. Couldn't have said it better myself, you know. And the thing is, like, if you attract more viewers – you're going to make more money because that's more people who want to come to games. You know, that's more people who buy, you know, Dodger dogs and people who buy jerseys. And so really, you know, like, like you said, man, they, they got to get rid of the blackouts too. Right. And the blackouts are a big problem, man. Like I just, man, it's just, there's so many things wrong with baseball and it's man, we could talk for a long time about the things wrong with baseball, you know, and, like you said, like you got to market players better. The only pace of play rule that I would even recommend them doing is requiring batters to have one foot in the box. You know, they they did that a few years ago, and they cut game times down by like forty five minutes to an hour, right? Which is crazy. But you know, like when you think about it, like you know, if you have you know thirty to forty five seconds between every pitch because they're stepping out and swinging three times, you know, like that chews up time, and that's the only pace of play rule that I would even think could help, you know, because it did help. And then players are like, you know what, this is stupid. We're going to do what we want. So that's the only pace of play rule I, I, I would recommend. What do you kind of think about that? I don't know. I think when you're in a high-level situation like that, I, I mean, again, football has huddles. That's like asking every team to know huddle, like – you have to collect your thoughts in the box. Like if, like you have to be able to, to take some time to collect your thoughts and collect your breath and be able to perform. Like, I don't know. I think that I think that's interesting, but I disagree. I think there's a lot. There's a lot more than just stepping out and swinging three times when you get out of the box. Agreed. Yeah, but I mean, I was a I was a one foot in the box kind of guy. You know, it was like step out. You know, get my sign or my numbers from coach, and take a breath. And then step back in. So like, I was pretty quick. So I guess for me, you know, it really wouldn't be that big of a deal. But then again, you know, you got guys who step out and have a whole routine, you know. 
so yeah, I understand, you know, the the pushback on not wanting to do that. But I just think that like that would be the most effective way I think to improve pace of play. You know, like why do making, we have to cut you know, down pace of why do we have to cut down game time? Like why I why think can't we just make the product think, more entertaining? Why can't yeah, we make well, the I just how do you make it more entertaining though? Like I like outside of marketing players, like how do you make it more entertaining? You have to allow players to do what they want to like you have to allow players to bat flip. You have to allow players to play how they want to play. You have to like you have to do like you have to have it be a kids game again and not some old man yelling at the at the kids on the lawn type of deal. Like and I know Trevor Bauer said this and I completely agree. Baseball announcers especially in local markets are absolutely terrible. Like all they do the whole time is just rip on players and rip on how people are playing the game. Like if why would I want to tune in and watch a, a a Pirates game and hear the hear the both announcers just like completely ripping players for bat flipping or doing something like talking negatively the whole game? Why would I want to watch that? Like that's that's a step I could see. Have some changes in the broadcast booth. Have some changes like that to where broadcasts are exciting instead of instead of oh I cannot believe Rognetto Dor just bat flipped. That's so disrespectful to the game. I cannot believe that. Like. That doesn't make you want to tune in and watch. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I think that, you know, another part of it is players have to be okay with it because, you know, there's the older pitchers, you know, who are like, don't bat flip. That's disrespectful, you know, and then there are players like Mike Trout who just don't bat flip because they feel like they're not supposed to, right? When And then, of course, you know, you got guys on the other, other, end, other end of the spectrum like Bryce Harper and, you know, Amir Garrett, guys who really get fired up and – I know you're not a Bryce Harper guy, but he's fun to watch because just because of the way that he plays, right? And he plays with intensity, and he does bat flip, and he's got the hair thing going. And I think, like, baseball needs more of that. Like, I agree 100%. And I know that you're not a Cubs fan, but obviously I'm very biased when I say this, but the 2016 season, they were so much fun to watch because they're all young, and they just they had fun, you know? They had the dances, and, you know, like... I know, you know, the Reds last year, I, you weren't a fan of with the whole bicep thing, were you, with them, like, doing curls and stuff in the dugout? You, you didn't like that, right? I didn't like that because I thought it was, like, disrespectful to the game. I just thought it was, like, a douchey thing. Like, that's all. Like, which is whatever. That's okay, just my opinion. So, but at least it got people talking yeah, about it. Exactly, yeah. So where where is kind of, like, the line drawn for you for where – like this is douchey and it disrespects the game, kind of like the the bicep curl thing versus it doesn't it didn't you know disrespect like the bat flips you know what I mean it didn't disrespect I I'm okay with all that like players need their freedom to do whatever they want if they want to go do bicep curls in the dugout like that's that's fine that's not disrespecting the game it's just that personally I didn't like it that doesn't mean other people didn't like it and that's fine but I also like I don't know like I just don't think that there's any room for for the old people like the old old time baseball people to step in and say this is how you play the game like the players play the game the way they want to play it like you know and I, I don't know I just think I think they, they have a uh, an identity problem in the MLB I guess that's the best way to put it yeah definitely I I, a that's a great way to put it okay I listen to Bryce Harper on starting nine 
and my buddy Michael Tracy uh, told me to listen because he's also off the Bryce Harper train. He said he thinks he's given him a shot strictly off his starting nine interview. And I listened to it, and I am going to give him a shot. I'm saying it right it's here. It's so good, on man. Takes. I'm, I'm giving him a shot. He, see, he came off as a, as a pretty pretty cool guy. The way he talked about his free agency was amazing. Uh, the way he talked about his fight with Hunter Strickland was amazing. Um, the fact that he's an Ohio State Buckeye and said he could see his, his kid running out of the tunnel at Ohio State. <laughs> All that together, all that together, I'm I'm giving Bryce Harper a fair and honest shot, everyone. Just just so you know. Okay, so usually I would say no free ads, but as someone else who has heard the Bryce Harper interview on Starting Nine, I highly recommend you go and listen to it. It is so good. You know, he talks about everything from kind of being a prodigy growing up to kind of the struggles he had playing JUCO ball to the struggles he had playing minor league ball. It's so good. You know, just the story that where, that he tells being like 12 years old, playing in some huge national tournament, going 12 for 12 with 11 home runs, a double, and like 12 intentional walks. Like, it, it was just like, imagine being that good at anything. <laughs> you know, and you know, he's got more stories like that. Well, it is so good. You said what? I said we're that good at podcasting, so I kind of relate. Oh, we are. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> it's just like as a guy, like you know, who kind of you know earned his respect playing baseball through you know playing hard and just being a good teammate. You know, hearing stories like that, it just makes me really jealous. You know. Yeah. That's a that's a good interview. I I don't I don't really listen to Starting Nine that much because I don't know if I necessarily like the host of that show too much yeah but, same uh yeah when it has guys like well that that was good because they kind of just let them talk and they, sometimes i feel like they don't just, yeah they don't let them talk there they they kind of have their own interjections and stories and that's not the point of having a uh, a guest on yeah so i'm about to go way off track we don't have so i'm to about, about to anymore so let's go we really don't so I had a dream the other night, and so for those of y'all who don't know, me and Zach are really about to grind it out today. We're we're recording our next three podcast episodes because I'm going on vacation, and I'm not going to have time to record, and so I'm going going to the beach in Florida, and long story short, I've been playing a lot of basketball here recently because I guess that's what you do after you retire. You know, you play basketball when you're young and golf at some point. So I've been playing a lot of basketball, and I've had this same dream a few nights in a row where I go down to Florida for for vacation, right? I walk down to the boardwalk where there's a basketball court, and I play Dwayne Wade in one-on-one. I beat him, and we have a wager that you know if I beat him, he has to come on the podcast. So my question is, how many times do you have to dream something for it to actually happen? I would just be at the court all day. When you get there, just just literally just sit there at the court. I uh, I think that's great. If Dwayne Wade came on the podcast, I'd lose my mind. He was my favorite player growing up. Dude, he was like he's awesome. I love Dwayne Wade, and yeah, I may have to do that. I may just have to take two days out of my vacation and just sit at the basketball court. And when people are like, "Hey, why are you sitting on the basketball court?" I'd be like, I'm waiting on Dwayne Wade. He's supposed to come <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> So, 
I have, go follow. I, also, <laughs> go, go. I, I have a little thing for you because I try to get my friends to play basketball, especially now with with nothing going on. And uh, so yesterday, I go I go in the morning and I see some live abs. Uh, for those who don't know, I still play baseball. I go and see some live abs and I work out there. And now I'm a 23 year old. I'm a 23 year old man. I feel like I'm still in the prime of my life athletically. And so it gets around five, like three thirty, four o'clock. You know, I still have some energy to burn off. So I ask my friends, I say, who wants to run like some pickup basketball? And I don't even know if I should be sharing this. I don't know if I'm contractually allowed to play basketball, but, um, I'm sure I am. It's independent ball, but, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, so I, I, I reach out and there's a couple people that want to play, but everybody else is like, we should go golfing. We should go golfing. And I'm like, we're 23 and 24 years old. Like you guys don't have the energy to go out and play basketball for an hour and a half. Like, are you freaking kidding me? So I'm calling out my friends right now. Get off your ass. Quit being lazy. Let's go play some basketball tomorrow. Can you believe that Jonathan? I don't, that's crazy, man. You know, like at Henderson, the only excuse to not play basketball was studying. if we roll our ankle, we're screwed. Or, or studying. Yeah, that's that's important too. <laughs> I, I hate that I'm a, I'm a communication even. major. W- 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 really? That was like my go-to excuse because like, you know, as somebody who's very competitive, it wouldn't take much for me to get a little frustrated and just be like, fine, I'm going to play for real. And then next thing I know, I'm like, hey, Coach Hooten, my ankle's purple, and he's gonna be like, "How'd that happen?" I'd be like, "Well, and I was, I went up and I dunked on Avery, and when I came down, <laughs> I, I broke my ankle." <laughs> me and Zach Eschberger. Shout out to Avery Davis. Me and Zach Eschberger. Every time we played on the different team, we would we would about fight every time. For those who don't surprise. know, that doesn't surprise me tell, at all. For those who can't tell, I am a chirper on the basketball court. I'm not so much on the baseball field. Would you agree? I kind of. I'll say what I have to say, but for the most part, I'm not really a trash talker in baseball. Would you agree with that? Yes. When you get me on a basketball court, I am I talk constantly. I am always in someone's ear. Yep. <laughs> and that no rubs argument people, here. That rubs that people the wrong way. That <laughs> sometimes that rubs people the wrong way. But yeah. Yeah. So, so I went out. So I. So, for those of y'all who don't know, when I first got to Henderson, I played infield, and then, long story short, I played, like, the worst infield of my life since I was, like, 12, the first fall I was there. And they were like, okay, you can go play outfield. And, you know, I was a guy who, when you got on second base, I was going to talk to you. It didn't really matter. I almost got, not thrown out, but I had an umpire talk to me one time when I was in high school. Because we were playing, you know, Whitehall in uh in some summer ball, and like it's summer ball, so like I'm gonna talk even more because like it matters, but not like you know, the the school season does, right? Right. And so, the the pitchers, I'm like three for three on the day, right? And the team's opposing pitcher ends up on second right. base, and man, I let him have it, dude. Just like, hey, man, you know. Like he shows up and I'm like, hey man, you know I'm I'm three for three today with you. With I'm three for three today off you with two doubles. You know that, right? <laughs> that I'm was sure my favorite that. thing to do. Oh yeah, man. He was like, you just keep talking. Cause we were getting beat like six to zero, but like it's summer ball, so like I'm more concerned with like developing than I am, you know, winning or losing until like you know like the end of the year tournament. So yeah, it was great. You were having a good day. You wanted to let him know. 
Exactly. Like you have to let them know. Like it's mandatory. Especially like like when you're three for three with three doubles, or excuse me, two doubles, and you're about to have have an opportunity to go four for four the next inning. Like you gotta let them know. How old were you? I was. I guess I'd have just finished my sophomore year in high school. Yeah, you gotta let them have it. Yeah, especially since like I wasn't very good then. <laughs> three for three days were not common for me when I was you know a freshman and sophomore in high school. I miss the days of freshman and sophomore in high school. It's it's so hard to hit. It's so hard to hit now. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, pitchers got better. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's that's really what it is. But I don't know. There is. Let's save these because we have a whole episode dedicated to this. I know we're jumping the gun here, but we have a whole episode to these. So. Yeah. Yeah, but so. Back to the basketball thing. Just talking about, because, like, I'm a natural trash talker. It's just, like, in my blood. You know, like, growing up, I'd play, you know, one-on-one against my dad, and he just would talk trash the whole time. And, you know, my older brother talked trash. My little brother, my younger brother, he does, he's not really, he's not into sports, but, like, he loves Call of Duty, and, like, he plays competitively. And, like, I'll be listening to him play, and he's just, you know, running his mouth. The whole Give time, so I think him. it's just in my, it's just in my blood to talk trash, and so the other day I got invited to go out and play with some guys, and I I really like only knew one of them well, like I knew who the other guys were, but I never really like talked to them before, so I show up and I'm like, okay, Jonathan, like I can't talk trash because like, I don't know if these guys are gonna be cool with that, I don't know if I'm gonna upset some people, and like I want to be invited back, right? Right. But I I'm a shooter. And I just am, and it's like right here, and like the, I've got a pretty good jump shot. Like, give me that. Okay. And so, like the first game, you know, I'd prefer to play off ball, just because I don't feel like bringing the ball up. And so, like the first game, I'm just kind of like chilling. I'm standing like in the corner, and I'll go like four for four from three, right? Cause you know how like like when you don't play basketball in a while, I don't know how you are. It's either like you just can't miss or you can't make anything. Like there's no in between. You're either on absolute fire or you're just absolutely terrible. Yep. So like I'm just I'm cooking, right? And I I don't say anything the first game. I just kind of keep my mouth shut. Man, game two <laughs> threw that all the way out the window, man. It's like catch shoot. And it's not even like it wasn't even like me talking to people. It's just like I'd shoot and be like money, like b- before it went in, right? And it it go in because I'm a I'm a walking bucket. But Ugh. yeah, that's kind of like how my trash talk goes. My trash talk is like you're like I will I will point it out like hey I just you just got like ser- like you're owned right there like I own you like you can't stop me. I would get a bucket and like, bro you suck like, you can't stop me. <laughs> Like good luck, and then I'd lock you up, and you'd miss, and I say, yeah, you tried, like you tried too hard, like good luck, try it again, and then I. But there's only certain people I can say that to, because I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a front runner when it comes to that stuff, because I won't talk trash to like T Lang or Daniel Sprinkle, or guys that or are me. I will talk trash to you. <laughs> guys that I know that can, if they really wanted to, dominate me. Like I'll just. I'll just take my buckets and run down the floor with my head down. But like, 
if I score on Zach Eschberger or Zach Lund or someone like that, like you better believe I'm letting them know that I just scored. Oh yeah, you should too. Like, no doubt. That's fun, right? You to know, me, my, that's fun. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like talking trash is so much fun, man. Like, especially when they get frustrated and you know that like they can't do anything to you about it. Like, like you know that like okay, this guy's guarding me. This guy can't guard me. I can score whenever I want to on this guy. It, that just makes it even better, right? Because, but at the same time, there's something really fun about just having a duel with a guy where you're both talking trash and you're both just kind of giving each other buckets. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there'd be times where there'd be times. There's times to pick up basketball where I do too much, and it's a one-on-one game with the other guy for like three straight possessions. <laughs> And I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I'm trying to assert my dominance. Some Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm a big fan of getting into the lane and just throwing something up. And sometimes it goes in, sometimes it doesn't. You don't know. I'm much more of a shooter. You know, I think where my downfall comes in pick up basketball is I want to be Steph Curry, but I'm more of a Clay Thompson kind of guy. Okay. That's enough. You see what I'm saying, right? <laughs> you be, you're more of a spot-up guy instead of off-the-dribble type of guy, yeah. I'm like, you know, off-the-dribble from mid-range, I'm solid, right? I'd say that, you know, pulling up from mid-range is probably the best part of my game, but pulling up from three, I just don't know what happens, man. Like, it's like I just forget how to shoot when, like, I'm off-the-dribble from deep. I uh, I will be if, – if anybody needs, like, a – like a, a guy that can hit an elbow jump shot or beat a 2-3 zone, I'm your guy. You get me around the elbows, I'm about 80%. So just throwing that out there. I'm a big, you know, like I'll, I'll play point guard all day if I have a big guy who wants to run the pick and roll because that's my thing, man. Like I love running the pick and roll, you know, Mr. You know, Fundamentals over here. But the problem is when you play pickup basketball, nobody wants to run the pick and roll. <laughs> so I feel like one of my strengths is always negated. Because you know, I, I'll I'll score if I need to, but you know, I like getting picked up over and over and over again. And you know, when you're, you know, a five nine white guy who's stocky and doesn't really look like he can play basketball, you don't really get picked up very often. Yeah. And so my thing is like, if I pass the ball, guys are gonna want to play with me. And so that's kind of like I, I'd rather facilitate than score. But you know, like if I need to score, I can. You know what I mean? You know what I like to do. <laughs> I like to get. I do buckets. know what you like to do, but I, I, I can, I can pass. People don't think I can pass, but I'm a pretty good passer. You are, you know. I, you know, when we played at Henderson, I think you were. I played against you more than anything, just because we we kind of had like a we had a friendly rivalry. I think would be the best way to describe our our relationship that year. Yeah. W- would you agree? Yes. Because I remember I said that I could hoop, and nobody believed me. I don't know if you remember that or not. I still don't believe you. And I've seen you play. Whatever. <laughs> I can play. You know I can play. I, you know, the yeah. problem was I just... I <laughs> what was the problem? The problem what, was just tell like... Tell me the problem. I, 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 I talked to myself up too much in, uh, in, in everything, right? And so y'all just didn't really know whether or not you could believe me. <laughs> And so I come out, and so for those of y'all who don't know, I'm from Jacksonville, Arkansas, okay? 
And when I was in high school, there were two guys in my city who were freakishly good at basketball. One of them's committed to go play at Arkansas Arkansas this next year. You know, ranked in the ESPN Top 100 kind of guy, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, I was the best basketball player at my school my senior year. And I'll stand by that all the way. And people are like, no, this dude's from Jacksonville. And I'm like, you're right. He's from Jack, like the city of Jacksonville, but he goes to this charter school. So he doesn't go to my school, yeah. right? And I think that was kind of where you're like, okay, this guy's just kind of talking. And then, you know, we go out, we play the first game, and my team beats T-Lang's team. And if you know T-Lang, T-Lang's very competitive, and he hates to lose. And so I am shaking people's hands after the game, right? Like saying, you know, good game and stuff or whatever. Just because I always do that. And, man, T-Lang wasn't having it, man. (laughs) He was mad. Oh, yeah, he was upset. You know he was upset. Because, like, I played well, too. Like, I think we played to 15, and I had, like, seven points and had, like, our last five. So it wasn't like, you know, I was just kind of out there, like, like I, I played pretty well. So we're going to have to have him on some time to talk about playing pickup basketball because yeah. he he is really good. Yeah, I, I think T-Lag, we mentioned him a lot on the show, but we'll have to get him on. You guys will have to, to meet him and, and hear what we're – we're talking about definitely uh definitely a lot different than us. He's our head producer. Yeah, definitely a lot different than us too. Definitely <laughs> a different perspective. He's a quiet guy. He's a silent killer. That's kind of how I would describe him. We got anything else? <laughs> man, we <laughs> This went off the rails, man. We need sports back in a bad way. Um yeah, so you know Look, there's hope. Like I, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel with the NBA coming back. Hopefully, the MLB can get something done. You know, I know the players want to start June 30th, so maybe you know they can get something figured out here soon. But the problem is, like, they didn't even finish spring training, you know. And so, I'm they're they're gonna want you know I'm assuming some kind of shortened spring training so they can get back in rhythm. So I just man, there's just so much for them to figure out in so little time. I just I don't know about baseball, man. Like we may not have a baseball season. I know that that's the scary part, right? Like, it's just, man. And the thing, like, and I, I want one so bad. Like, I want to see Madison Bumgarner go pitch for the Diamondbacks. You know, I want to see Mookie Betts play for the Dodgers. You know, I want to see kind of where all these new guys have landed. I want to see David Ross with the Cubs because I think he's going to be a really good manager. So there's just so many different things. I want to see. What teams do to the Astros? You know, I'm do you think you know, people watch forget? guys get. Oh, people did not forget about the Astros. And you know, I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, and you know, with everything going on, you know, this guy was like, he's like, I love everybody. He's like, I love white people, I love black people, but I hate the Astros. Yikes, <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. And like, yeah, and so that's that's the thing. Like, people have not forgotten about that. And I just I want to see how these teams react to it, you know, and you know because they they cheated, and you know it hurts my soul because I love Jose Altuve like that is, he is my favorite player, you know, despite everything, because he's like he's still a really good hitter, you know whether you want to admit it or not, just be like oh well he cheated that's why he hit that's why he's hit over three hundred basically every year of his career except for his rookie year, where he hit two ninety. Yeah, so I he, just he's good, know, but yeah. is he good? We don't know. We're gonna find out. 
Well, yeah, I think his power number, numbers will take a hit, but I think in terms of hitting for average, he'll be fine. I just long for the he, days where there's a game and we can discuss what we saw and we can project and we can do all these things that we want to do. And I just cannot wait for those yeah, days. Really. You know, I think that a tentative plan, we haven't really talked about it, is to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday when sports come back, especially since we're going to get them all back at the same time. I just think to get everything talked about and everything covered, that'd probably be the best idea, which yeah. like, I'm excited for because like, I love hopping on here and, and talking to, talking with you about everything from pickup basketball to having dreams about beating Dwayne Wade in one-on-one to the MLB to you know everything. So I'm excited. And I, it's right around the corner. I can't – I'm oh, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I know we went off the rails today, but, like, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. In the sports world, it's kind of on the back burner right now. Not a whole lot to discuss. Um, so, uh, I mean, there's just – with the current climate and everything going on, there's not a lot to talk about. And, and we just – we hope we can come on here and maybe just – Talk, talk crap for a couple minutes and, and and get something off our chest when it comes to sports. So, yeah, I mean, we'll have a top ten on Tuesday, right, MLB players? Yeah, top ten MLB players. And just kind of to piggyback off what you were saying, you know, we kind of hope that these 45-minute to an hour-long episodes are a really good break for you guys. I know that, you know, with everything going on right now, you know, in the world, it's kind of nice to be able to step away and not think about it. So we really hope that, you know, our podcast is, is a good outlet for y'all to do that. Yeah, because at, at the end of the day, you know, people need to, to worry about their mental health and what they're going through and really being able to, to process all this and digest it. And, and I don't think it's so bad uh, to step away for a couple minutes and, and to kind of just free yourself and, and do something that you enjoy doing. And and for me and you, uh, this is something we enjoy doing. So uh, we're, we're more than happy to, to to be a little break in a, in a very turmoil and hostile and, and flat-out wrong situation. So Definitely, yeah. So we have a Twitter, believe it or not. People forget that. And you know, they do, man. And the Twitter's... I'll be honest, I haven't tweeted in a few days. Oh, I forgot to tweet out the poll on Tuesday. That's okay. I completely forgot to do that. That's okay. It Yeah. Okay, that's, that's all right. It's all right. So we have a Twitter. It's at OT Takes. You know, we post links to the podcast there. Usually, like, we post different polls and stuff. It's really just a way for us to kind of interact with y'all and, you know, talk to y'all. And, yeah, so, you know, if y'all have any suggestions for the show, like, let us know. Like, if you have our personal phone numbers, like, text us. If you don't, the DMs are open on that account. Or, you know, you can DM us or whatever. Just find a way to get in contact with us if you have any, you know, suggestions for the show. If there's anything you want to hear us talk about. If you want to yeah, be on it. We would love to do that. If you want to be on the show. Yeah, like, seriously, yeah. Like, if you want to come on, like, let us know. And we will have you on, more than likely. So, Maybe. It depends on who you are. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You know, Dwayne Wade, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Yeah, but we don't want we don't want like Zach Lon on or those type, like Jake, Jordan Reed or anybody <laughs> like those guys can can just listen. We don't want them on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's <laughs> that's all I've got. Uh, thank you guys for listening, Zach. You got anything else? 
yeah, just leave a review, uh, rate and review on, on Apple Podcasts or, or wherever you get your, your podcast. Just leave a review for us. You know, tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And then, yeah, just make sure you subscribe and, and we'll be, we're, we're, we're constantly turning out these podcasts and, and we put a lot of work into it. So that's all I got. 100%. All right. Thank you guys for listening. This has been OT Takes. Love you guys.